Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. And, you know, we're always interested to talk to people who have maximised their time during lockdown to do something um, that, that might even seem mad or insane at the time, you know what I mean? But they wind up doing it and putting the rest of us to absolute shame. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, the time with stuff like a pandemic or something that's so drastic and you're stuck inside, a lot of people do take up hobbies or decide to do something that they probably wouldn't have had time to do otherwise. Yeah, 100%. This next guest is joining us on the line. He's from Ballantyre in Dublin. Decided to do something pretty extreme over the last couple of days and I'm pretty sure he's finished now. He decided to cycle on his own 2,000 kilometres around the entire country, around the entire island of Ireland and to raise money for Pieta House as well. But we're delighted to welcome onto the show David O'Dwyer, sir. How are things? Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. So David, what exactly have you been up to over the last few months? So yeah, like I suppose like a lot of people when COVID first started, um, I drank a bit of wine and watched a good bit of Netflix because <laughs> I didn't really have any work to do. But um, then, you know, that, that gets born after a couple of days so I I trained for like triathlons and stuff like that and I suppose I'd always had a kind of goal to do some mad challenge and mm. to you know I suppose raise a bit of money at the same time so one of the nights I was on my bike training away indoors and I'm just going to go ahead and do this you know so I got off the bike recorded a video saying that I was going to cycle around Ireland for Pieta House posted it on Instagram and yeah it got like about a thousand views within a couple of hours so there was there was no backing out no taking it down so yeah just you know that was back about three months ago and then I've been training away and getting ready so I did it between the 11th and the 20th so I finished just there on Sunday I got back to Dublin finished up in Marty Park and yeah what can, what an experience what can I, I don't know you know I'm still trying to take it all in and let it set in but yeah, yeah, it's, like, yeah it's mad but delighted I've done it and yeah what was do you mind me asking your route so you're there pretty you're obviously just on your own doing it which is a challenge I imagine in and of itself but what route yeah. did you take so I started I started in Dublin on the Friday and I went Dublin to Drada stopped there for lunch so that was about 100k up to Drada and then after that went on to Belfast for the, to finish the first day so it was about another 100k up to Belfast day one uh, day two then I went to, uh, up towards the Giants Causeway so it's like directly north of um, Belfast and then I kind of looped around headed west for Letterkenny and that was about that was day two then you know uh, for day three it was the, the Donegal coast so I kind of went up and around through Glenbape National Park and down the west coast of Donegal in through Kinney Bags into Donegal, Donegal Town Donegal like was Donegal the hilliest Donegal part of the journey, was 
horrific, man. <laughs> oh my god! Like I, I, I put a thing up on my Instagram the other day as well. Like there was thirty to thirty-five kilometer an hour headwinds that day, oh and god. like I looked down at one stage, I was doing like nine kilometers an hour. <laughs> Like, I'd usually hold about 28 on an average kind of speed, you know, but it was, yeah, that was a very difficult day. And I suppose, look, a lot of what this for me was the, the message of positive mental attitude and, and what, a, you know, what your mind can do to get you through certain situations. And I just kind of spoke to myself and just said, look, you know, you, all you can do now, you have to get to Goal today and the wind is against us, but we'll get there and had the mentality to use it as a kind of mind training exercise mm. I know I was having a terrible time but I just kind of said look if we can get through this we can get through anything and you know the, the rest of the week after that I'm not going to say it was easy but having gone through what I did that day it, it wasn't as bad as, as many would think you know How many hours a day were you kind of spending on the bike? Uh, so yeah my longest day was about 11 hours and my shortest day was kind of I think six and a half seven hours like one of the shorter days, but an average about eight most days, you know. That is so a lot of cycling. The eleven, uh, yeah, the eleven hour day wasn't fun. That was a long day. Oh yeah, so. yeah I, I can imagine as <laughs> resting on that positive mental attitude, where you're just like, just pack it in, get yourself in a fancy hotel, and get a taxi uh, home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, well, I was looking at a lot of nice hotels, like um, sponsored me and kind of put me up for the night. So kind of that was definitely in the mind frame as well. Like when you're getting into a couple of hours on the bike, you're looking forward to a nice warm bed and a shower and you know, having a, a comfortable night's sleep, but um, you had to get the work done before you, before that, you know. Did you find, though, when you'd finish in the evening that you would kind of tense up a little bit, your bones would be just wrecked, that um, the next yeah. morning you might be struggling? Um, yeah, like, uh, not so much. The, 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 I, I was definitely hurting, like, you know, and I'd kind of stretch out a bit, and then I'd have a shower and go down and have a bit of food. But, I mean, sleep was definitely key. Like, I was getting seven, eight hours sleep. Now, like, I'd usually only sleep six or seven. I was definitely getting a good night's sleep and but as things went on it was definitely I could feel it taking a toll on the body like you know but I suppose after day four day five it got a bit easier you know I think the body kind of adapted almost to think like alright this is this is the crack this is what we're doing now and it just kind of towed the line with me thankfully you know yeah yeah when you were on the bike cycling around obviously the 10 and 11 hour days were pretty long uh, are mm. you listening to anything or how do you keep yourself entertained well I no I wasn't listening to anything the, going down the west coast of Ireland thankfully I had beautiful scenery to keep me company you know yep. like the west coast of Clare was absolutely breathtaking it was probably my, my most enjoyable day um, so the, like I would have gone from Galway to Ballybunion one of the days it was like day 5 I think and like literally just went from Galway into the burn and then, you know, Doolin, La Hinch, Spanish Point and all that. Like, you know, and I, I got a real, I was, I think Dublin was getting the same weather. I think I had 24, 25 degrees that day all day and it was just gorgeous. So that, that's kind of, and then just a thought in your head, you know, running through different scenarios and just uh, thinking about different things. That's that's kind of what I spent most of the time doing, you know. And what about the biggest challenge that you faced along the way? Definitely that day in, in, in uh, Donegal, just... Like the, the like I said, the headwinds were just like nothing I've ever experienced. And then I suppose I I was doing it solo and unassisted as well. So I was carrying. I had a bag on my back and I had two bags strapped to the bike. I think like I weighed them before I took off in Dublin. It was about fifteen kilos, like you know. So I mean, my bike weighs about half of that. So I've added like nearly the double double the weight than I normally carry them on. So that definitely added a, a challenge to things as well, you know. 
Yeah, I can, I can imagine. Yeah, you, you, it doesn't sound like a lot, but an extra 15 kilos oh. going up the side of a mountain in Donegal into, <laughs> into those headwinds are going to cause lot. a few problems. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, God, yeah. So uh, how was the body feeling when you kind of arrived back and finished up? Um, my body felt really good. Everyone said, like, I, I got to Marley Park on Sunday afternoon and I'm not messing, I actually felt brand new. Like, I think I was, talk, I was talking to another guy, Shane Finn, who's done loads of great stuff. He's, he ran a cycle across America and he, he did 24 marathons in 24 four days so like geez a lot, a lot more than what I've just done but he kind of was telling me going into this he said look you get to day four day five day six whatever it is and the body's going to start to just you know uh, not shut down but it's going to be really you're going to be hurting and he said you just need to kind of push through and he said once you kind of do that the body does adapt and I kind of did find that definitely that, and when I got to the end of it I'm not saying I could have done another lap of Ireland but I definitely could have done another couple of days you know so I don't know, I'm looking at what the yeah. next challenge is going to be now. Shout out to people like yourself. And yeah. then they get the itch to kind of go, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I'd like to see, like, I'm, I'm, I'm eyeing up a challenge. It's a big one. Like, I mean, there's one, uh, people, uh, I met Joe Barr along this, and if anyone has ever heard of him, he's like one of Ireland's, but he probably is Ireland's best ever endurance cyclist, you know, and he holds loads of world records and stuff, you know, and they were kind of getting me to come up for one of their races. And like I'd love to see what I could do, kind of full in a fully assisted situation. And there's a few kind of different races, and maybe even a record that I might try and take a crack off. But I mean, definitely that I would love to see what I could do unassisted, or oh, sorry, fully assisted. But yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about a few different things now, but nothing, nothing really comes to mind just yet. And looking back now, because you were obviously solo on the journey, mm-hmm. would you do it again or do it, like, if you were to do some kind of challenge again, do it with um, a group of people? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, I'm actually looking, we're gonna, I'm going to be doing it again next year. A bigger route over maybe 12 to 14 days and I'm going to be doing it in groups of either four, 8 or 12 people. So, gone off in like kind of pods of four and I have about five or six people that are interested in joining me already. Like, I mean, loads of people got in touch seeing what the stuff I post on Instagram and the, the places I was going and what I was doing each day. And it's an unbelievable experience. So, yeah, lots of lots of people had gotten in touch and I just said, you know, you have something here and it'd be great to make it an annual event, raising money for Pieta House and raising awareness for mental health. And so, yeah, so definitely it's going to happen again next year with a group of people and hopefully every year moving on from that, we can, we can try and make it bigger and better each year, you know. Be a bit of crack, just make sure yeah. you can cut out Donegal instead and just <laughs> from Belfast. <laughs> Or to find some way find some way to get a bit of shelter up there or something like you know I don't know if that's going to be possible you know but it's good it's, it's character building weather up there in the hills you know uh, definitely before we let you go I know you're you're raising money and I imagine the fundraiser is still open if anyone wants to donate towards PA House where can they go oh yeah so I I have a link so my Instagram handle is underscore D.O. Dwyer and I have a link in my bio and then I also have if, if they go to Just Giving if they search my name David O'Dwyer or the 2000 kilometer cycle so my target is 10,000 I've raised around 7,000 now you know I don't know if I'm going to get to the 10,000 but even another couple of hundred quid every bit, bit helps if I get to 7,500 or even close to 8 I'd be absolutely delighted you know but no so far with obviously with COVID and stuff you know, I know money is short for some people, but if anyone out there is listening and would like to donate, um, whatever it is, five or ten or throw it in, we'd be happy to have it in there, you know. Amazing brilliant, brilliant. cause as well, yeah. 
Yeah, hugely mm. important. And, and just as well, before we go, you only started doing these a couple of years ago, like, is that right? Yeah, I did. I did my first uh, Ironman. Uh, well, it was a half Ironman in Dunleary's in 2018. And I probably started training for that, I'd say, late 2017. Uh, like, serious training probably started um, like January, February 2018 um, for kind of endurance type stuff, you know? But. You know, for me, even when I was heading into this cycle, I was saying to the lads, I was like, I'm not the strongest cyclist and I'm not the, the fastest on the bike, but it's it's in your head, you know, and it's the same with any kind of endurance sport or any big challenge like that, you know, whatever the discipline is, you can be trained to a certain point, but at one level, um, something's going to happen and, you know, that's when the mind is going to kick in and your perseverance and your determination is what's going to take over and I know there's lads that are fitter and stronger than me that, you know, they might not have the same fortitude that I have and and that's what the most important thing is and if you can work on your perception of a situation or your mental strength, that's definitely what will carry you through the tougher times and, you know, that's what I feel I have definitely. Well, fair play to you. I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, Sir, even will thinking sign about it, I'm like... No. You can join us next year, Sersha. There you go. For the cycle. What do you reckon? I guess I have a whole year now, don't I, to practice? <laughs> yeah, well, you've, you've a whole year, or even like next year, probably almost full at this stage. So you could give you 2022. You have two you years go. to get ready. There you go. Now, come back to me in two tiny years. little bike, Sersha. You might fit on a big <laughs> proper one. Little tricycle. I'll have to skip Donegal if I'm going up a hill then. <laughs> okay, well, you can do, we do a section. We'll get someone to do Donegal for you, and you can do the rest. Perfect. Oh, Sign God. me up. Well, uh, listen, if you're listening and you can and you want to help uh, support PA the House via David's Fund, Fundraiser. Check him. Just Google it on the, the charity fundraiser, or check out his Instagram, which we'll share on FM 104s By the way, but listen, David O'Dwyer, fair play to you, sir. Two thousand. Thanks very much for having me, Ryan. Pleasure, around. and we'll chat you again soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.